Welcome to the FIRE Podcast, where we discuss everything financial independence, retire early. My name is Justin Ash, and I am the founder of Elevate Solutions, LLC. We provide the best tips, techniques, and strategies to elevate your financial education so that you can create a FIRE lifestyle. Welcome. Enjoy the episode. What's up, tribe? This is the Fire Podcast, episode number 11, how to get 100K in funding fast. My name is Justin. I'm the host. I'm an entrepreneur, husband, father, traveler, surfer, content creator. I wear many different hats in this game of life. Just a voice in the podcast world bringing value to the lives of many. So welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the episode. Hey, I hope you guys are just blessed beyond measure, living your best life seriously. That is the way that life is meant to be lived, because lifestyle, in my opinion, is the true measure of wealth and happiness. So, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the episode. Hey, just a quick disclaimer. Now, as you guys know, here at Elevate, we really do stress financial education. It's really our number one priority. It's the reason that we create all this content. It's the why behind why we create all this content. And especially when it comes to building and utilizing a six-figure-plus portfolio of credit to acquire assets and create location-independent side hustles, right? There's a lot of power in obtaining uh, those types of achievements and having that type of buying power and managing those types of business, So financial education, it's important. Now, if you don't understand what I mean when I mention a financial education, I highly suggest pick up my ebook. It's called The Financial Education Guide. It's uh, it's just a quick read, but really it's jam-packed full of highly valuable content. It's going to walk you through the definition of financial education, the different types of education, and the 10 core areas that we stress here at Elevate Solutions. Now, These 10 core areas that are specifically taught within our e-course, Elevate Insider. And you can check those out on our website, www.myelevatesolutions.com. So today we're going to be talking about credit, right? And as I mentioned before, building out a massive credit portfolio, it's a key element in creating a FIRE lifestyle, financial independence, retire early. And again... When it comes to credit, there are five core areas that we stress. In addition to the 10 core areas at Elevate Insider, uh, we have a spinoff called Elevate Credit. And there's five core areas that we teach about in Elevate, Cre- in, in Elevate Credit. And they are credit education, credit repair, credit build, credit leverage, and advanced techniques. And if you guys haven't noticed, the podcasts are they're essentially they're sequenced uh, in that order. And, and they're done that way for a purpose, right? Because uh, as you've heard me mention before, it's just a formula, right? So when you figure out the formula, don't change the formula. Again, when you figure out the formula, don't change the formula. It's education, repair, build, leverage, advanced techniques, right? Rinse and repeat. And when it comes to credit, this is the formula. This is the formula. So... 
Without further ado, today's podcast, number 11, how to get 100K in funding fast. Now today we're, um, we're focusing on the credit build phase of your credit journey, right? The credit build comes after the credit repair, right? Now at Elevate, we're very serious about our credit build services, right? We're very serious about getting results. We're very serious about consistency, It takes consistency to consistently move forward, take action, and get results. So we're very serious about this process. And and when it comes to getting 100K in funding fast, right, what you have to realize is, you know, there are gurus out there. I see them on YouTube, maybe on Spotify, Apple iTunes, uh, different social media outlets, and and they're going to tell you, we're going to get you 100K fast overnight, right? Um, just buy this course. Just buy this book. Just text this number. And, and what I can tell you is there, there's, no, there's no fast way to do it, right? There's no one-hit wonder method, right? There's no, like, overnight, like, click this button and wait for $100,000 the next day. There's, there's no way to do it, right? Unless, unless you're piggybacking off of somebody else's credit that they already have an established credit profile, like a really good established credit profile. There's ways to, uh, you know, use these people with good credit profiles as, you know, joint owners or joint applicants. Uh, but there, when it comes to your credit, right, when it comes to using your credit profile to get $100,000 in funding, there's no overnight way to do it, right? The fastest way to get 100K in funding is to focus on the data points in your credit profile. Let me repeat. The fastest way to 100K in funding is to focus on building out the data points of your credit profile, right? Now, you've heard me talked about, uh, it may have been in podcast episode number two or three. I can't remember. But we talked about score doesn't matter. And when it comes to your credit score, score doesn't matter, right? When I work with clients, uh, in terms of building out their credit profile, repairing their credit. It's the first thing. that That's what always comes first is we repair the credit before we can build the credit, right? And, and what I hear is is people are really concerned with their score, right? Oh, my credit score was, you know, it was just 650 like last week and, and then now it's 575. I don't know what happened, you know? Um, and, and I want to tell you that your credit score, it, it does not matter. What matters are the data points of, that make up your credit profile. And those data points are essentially make up your credit score, right? Those are the most important. So we need to focus on improving those, right, before we can go out and we can build our credit. And it's really not that difficult, right? These are all elements of our life. These are all areas of our financial life that we have control over. We have control over this stuff. We can, you know, if we're equipped with the right knowledge, if we're equipped with the right resources, uh, if we know how to, you know, put into play these certain techniques, these are all things that we can do. We have control over this. You have control over your credit, right? Now, the United States, I've been to a lot of different countries, right? I've lived and I've traveled all over the world. I've lived in over 25, over 25 countries. And 
in each of those different countries, I, you know, I'm an entrepreneur, so I'm always checking out business deals. I'm checking out banking opportunities. I'm checking what is the cost of money, you know, uh, what type of interest rates are banks offering if I hold deposits? What's the inflation rate? What's the convers- con- uh, conversion rate, currency conversion rates? And, and, you know, I'm always looking at these different elements of in different countries. I'm an entrepreneur. And, you know, I have to say, in the United States here, as Americans, we have an incredible opportunity. So, so going back to those foreign countries, most foreign countries, pretty much all of them that I've looked at, they require to borrow money from these banks, these inst- institutions. They require some type of collateral, right? A house, a car, some jewelry, uh, some type of asset as collateral. Otherwise, they're not going to lend you any money, right? Uh, there's essentially no establishment for unsecured lending. Now, versus in the United States, right, in the land of the free, we have an amazing opportunity to get financed without having to put up anything for collateral, right? Let me repeat, that's super powerful. Listen to what I'm saying. In the U.S., you know, you may not realize it, but here in the U.S., you're blessed because here in the U.S., we have this amazing opportunity to borrow money without having to put up anything for collateral. Now, that's huge, right? That's huge, the only thing that the bank want to see, like, so when I go out and I ask for a loan, like a credit card, so, so the only thing that the banks want to see, so here's, and I mentioned this before, right, are three different personal financial statements. Uh, when I go to my banker, he wants to see my income statement, my balance sheet, and my credit report, right? Income statement, balance sheet, and credit report. So as far as the credit report, uh, like I said, I have control over this. I have control over all three, basically, but I can make my credit report look however I want to make it look, right? If I focus on these data points, the data points that make up the credit profile. So again, score does not matter. It's the data points that make up the credit profile. So when it comes to data points, there are five different data points. The first data point is payment history. This is 35%, 35% of your credit profile, 35% of your score. And when it comes to payment history, it needs to be 100%. Not 99, not 98, not 57. It needs to be 100%, right? There are methods to get your payment history to 100%. If you're using consumer law strategy, which we do as far as in the credit repair phase here at Elevate, we can dispute these late payments with banks, with uh, CRAs, credit reporting agencies. We can get these late payments removed. So again, 100%, no less, non-negotiable. The second data point is utilization. Again, this is a big one. This is 35%. Now, so between payment history, 35% and utilization, excuse me, 30%, that's 65%. So nearly two-thirds of your credit profile, of your credit score is made up between these two different data points, payment history and utilization. So let me ask the question, do you think they're important? And the answer is yes, they are very important. So when it comes to utilization, a lot of people will say, you know, 30%, you know, no more than 30%. Now that's normal, right? Here at Elevate, we want to be perfect, Right, so I say single digits, 9% or less. Utilization, 9% or less. Right, and there are different methods to do that. There are methods to 
refinance into uh, personal loans. Uh, there are methods to uh, balance transfer to business credit cards, which don't report to personal. There are methods, there are timing methods we can use to pay down a card uh, so it'll show a zero balance uh, and then essentially just move the funds, right? So we can apply for, we can lower our utilization, get the credit we need, and then put that utilization back there in a different mat- in a different matter. So there's different ways to navigate these two data points. They're super important. Payment history, utilization. Third data point, length of credit comes to length of credit it's the time between when you open the account and whatever the date is today right when you open the account and whatever the date is today so when it comes to length of credit it's at least five years right at least five years banks want to see that you've had uh, credit lines open for at least five years it's a big one credit mix right this is your mix of credit what types of accounts do you have on your credit profile on your credit report And you need to have at least 10 accounts, right? And a mix of different accounts, such as credit cards, auto loans, installment accounts, student loans, mortgages, utilities, right? That's just to name a few of the big ones, right? But having a healthy mix of these accounts uh, will improve your credit profile, right? And the third is new credit. And when I say new credit, uh, essentially what I'm talking about is hard inquiries, Right. So you go and apply for a bank. What the bank's going to do is they're going to pull your credit report with either Experian, TransUnion or Equifax. Those are the the three big consumer reporting agencies. And when they do that, uh, what happens is that it gets reported as a hard inquiry on your report. And it can be negative. Right. It can be negative. So that's why I like to say no more than three inquiries per consumer reporting agency. Right, no more than three hard inquiries, and there are ways. There's are ways to get inquiries removed. They're actually, it's actually pretty easy getting hard inquiries uh, removed from accounts that are. Let me stress: we don't want to remove hard inquiries from open accounts on our credit report, right? But there are ways to get hard inquiries removed uh, that are not on our credit report, and the process is fairly simple. So these are all important elements of the credit repair phase. That's why we talked about credit repair before we go into credit bill. So again, the fastest way to get 100K in funding, how to get 100K in funding fast, focus on improving your data points. And it's a process. It's not, it's not an over, overnight success. Focus on improving your data points. So remember, you must build up your credit, your personal credit first, right? You must build up your personal credit first because there's a lot of different strategies we're going to be talking about in the future as far as business credit, as far as uh, leveraging your personal credit for as far as uh, adding authorized users, getting paid for that. It's a stream of cash flow, manufactured spending, sign-up bonuses, uh, statement credits. There's essentially five different... We're going to get into it, but there are five different ways you can make money with your credit cards without even using the credit on the credit card without using any of the money. There's five different ways, five different income streams that you can make with a credit card, believe it or not. So we're going to get into all that. Uh, But, um, and there are certain banks. Now, when we go to apply for credit, there are a handful of banks that I like to use, a couple of my favorites, and, and ways that I like to use them. So we're going to get into a couple of my favorite banks as far as getting 100K in funding fast. Uh, But first, we're going to take a quick break. 
and hear from our sponsors. So we will see you guys on the flip side. Talk soon. Did you know that the average CEO reads 60 books per year? That breaks down to five books per month. I know that may sound like a lot of reading to some people, but when you are engaged in the right type of education, like a financial education, it really can go by fast. I highly recommend reading as a way to open your mind to new ideas to a fire lifestyle. If you haven't checked out my ebook, How to Fire Your Boss, a five-step approach to financial independence, retire early, I highly suggest you check it out. You can find the link in the link tree below. My fire lifestyle began as a digital nomad entrepreneur who traveled and lived abroad in more than 25 different countries all over the world. I am blessed to have this experience. Today, I reside in Sayulita, Mexico with my wife and son. We do what we love every day by design. Lifestyle, in my opinion, is the true measure of happiness and wealth. That is why we created a fire lifestyle. My ebook breaks down exactly how I created this type of lifestyle. The content inside of the book is normally priced at $99, but you can pay what you want. That's right, you can pay $0.00 if you want, with no strings attached. We guarantee you will be amazed at how much value you will get out of this ebook to your fire lifestyle. Welcome back. Now, before the break, we were talking about how to build 100K in funding fast. And as I mentioned, the fastest way to get 100K in funding is to focus on your data points, right? Let me repeat, the fastest way to 100K in funding is to focus on your data points, right? Now, when you get those data points, as I explained to them uh, before the break, and once you get them, to the status that I said is will get you the best results. Now it's time to go apply for credit, right? We're going to start with personal credit, right? And um, we're going to use what's called a mass application sequence, right? A mass application sequence where essentially we're going to apply for multiple cards with multiple banks uh, essentially at the same time. And the way to do that uh, because we're gonna have, we're gonna be, you're gonna be seeing a lot of hard inquiries hit your report. It's not the end of the world. Don't worry. Uh, we can always get them removed, or essentially they'll uh, they'll go away over time. Uh, but the most important thing is getting the funding right. It's building the relationship with the banks and getting the credit cards right. So in our mass app sequence, which can be done essentially, I do one every six months with my business credit. Uh, that's a whole different podcast, though. We won't go there today. Uh, but I do a mass app sequence every six months, right? And I can get, uh, you know, fifty to a hundred thousand dollars of a credit each month. And there are different ways to do that, but I'm letting you know that it is possible. So, uh, the best banks for let's say you're doing this for the first time, right? And you want to start building relationships with, uh, you know, the big banks because those are the ones that are important. The big banks are going to give you status in the credit community. Um, you're also going to be building relationships with these banks uh, to essentially get the best deals on sign-up bonuses uh, and points for manufacturer spending and statement credits and referral fees uh, and the option to you know add authorized users and get paid for that. So 
these are the 10 best banks uh, to use when getting your first 100K in funding, right? The first one's American Express, right? Now, this is not one that necessarily needs to be done right away because the cool thing with American Express is that one, they're going to hard pull your credit one time and you'll get qualified for, let's say you get approved for a car one time. Then every time you go to apply for another American, Expe- American Express product after that, it's just simply a soft pull, right? But American Express, uh, their requirements are a little higher than normal. That's why I say focus on your data points. Uh, but I love American Express for business and personal uh, I have about seven different American Express cards, and they've paid me tons of money in sign-up bonuses, uh, statement credits, um, a lot of different ways to make money. Adding authorized users with American Express is not necessarily the best because of their reporting procedures, uh, but it can be done. Uh, the second bank, another one of my favorites, Bank of America. Uh, the cool thing with Bank of America uh Bank of America Bank of America has what's called the 234 rule, right? The 234 rule. So two new cards in 12 months, three new cards in 12 months, or four new cards in 24 months. And the cool thing with Bank of America, uh, again, they're great for authorized users, manufacturer spending, uh not so good with the statement credits. Uh they do offer referral fees. Uh, so there are lots of different ways to make money with Bank of America. But the cool thing with Bank of America is that in this first mass app sequence, you can go apply for two cards and they will hard pull your credit report one time for both cards. If you apply for two different cards in the same day, or it may, may even be, it may even be in the, in the same week. I know there's a timeline. I'm not exactly sure what that is, but if you apply for two cards within the same day, I know for a fact, they're only gonna hard pull your credit once. Uh, the third bank is Barclays. Barclays is a great bank. They offer, especially for authorized users, uh, I use Barclays, I have a, uh, relationships with companies that use my uh, Barclays uh, add and remove authorized users on them. And uh, they're fairly simple when it comes to that. They have good sign up bonuses. Same thing with Barclays. If you apply for multiple Barclays cards in the same day, one hard inquiry, right? The fourth bank is Chase, right? I, 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 I highly suggest you prioritize Chase because Chase offers great sign-up bonuses. Uh, they offer a great point system for manufactured spending. Uh, you, can, you can use Chase to add or remove authorized users, but Chase has what's called the 524 rule. And the 524 rule says that you can only have five new accounts of any bank within a 24-month period, right? You can only have five new accounts with any bank, not just Chase, with any bank in a 24-month period. So that's why I say, and they're a good bank to have cards with, so that's why I say prioritize Chase. Uh, fifth is City. Again, I have personal and business cards with City. I love City. I, th- I love their thank you rewards point system for manufactured spending. I'm able to make a good amount of money with City. Uh, Discover, Discover is a great card to get uh, when you're first uh, applying your mass app sequence. Uh, it's also one of the bigger banks. They have tons of products. Uh, they pay out good points as far as the, man- from the manufacturer spending perspective. Uh, 
and they do have a statement credit opportunities as well. NFCU, Navy Federal Credit Union. Now, these guys are the beast, right? These guys are the real deal. NFCU offers like, like huge limits, right? If you have a good credit profile, NFCU, like a, NFCU is going to give you like a healthy fifteen to twenty thousand dollar line of credit, right? And you can use them to add and remove authorized users, uh, and uh, you can also use them for uh, statement credits. Uh, the eighth bank is PenFed. PenFed again, it's another credit union. Um, similar to NFCU, uh, PenFed also gives high limits, healthy limits. They also are easy to work with as far as authorized users. Number nine, Truist Bank. Truist Bank is a, uh, it's another good bank to have. High limits, healthy limits, good for authorized users. And number 10, the last bank is U.S. Bank. I've had a relationship with U.S. Bank a lot. Um, they use Elon Financial to uh, essentially uh, underwrite all of their financial products. Elon offers great sign-up bonuses. Uh, you can use them to add or remove authorized users. Uh, also, their point system, as far as manufacturer spending, is great. Right. So, here is ten of the uh, probably most established, most popular banks. That I personally use all of these banks. I love all of these banks. I love their credit products. I love the services that they provide, uh, and I love the benefit that they provide me in my business here at Elevate. So, I would uh, I would recommend that you go check these banks out for your first mass app sequence. And again, you're gonna, you know, what essentially the process that I do is I'll I'll pull up the credit application for all these banks in an incognito mode or in a dark mode or you know off the beaten path mode whatever web browser you use I pull up the application for all these banks I get them all ready and uh, essentially I apply for all of them at the same time right just bam 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 just start knocking them off and then you can minimize the amount of hard inquiries that you get on your credit report and uh, essentially maximize the approvals that you get. So like I said, uh, this most recent uh, round of funding here in June, I got uh, $53,000 in new business credit. Uh, The January before that, I had gotten uh, about another $47,000 in business credit. The June before that, uh, I was focused on personal, and I'd gotten like $150,000 in personal. So, you know, all this is possible, right? It really is. I don't lie. And the only only reason I teach it is because I do it. So that's it for today. Hey, I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast because we sure as hell enjoyed producing it. And before I go, I just want to mention, if you haven't checked out our website, uh, myelevatesolutions.com, check it out. Start your financial education journey. Start your FIRE journey. It all begins there. Uh, We have a couple of eBooks. The first one, How to Fire Your Boss. It's just a five-step approach. Uh, the methods that I use to build a FIRE lifestyle, and the financial education guide, as I mentioned before, just a breakdown of what a financial education looks like. Uh, we also do social media. We have a, we have a private Facebook group. Uh, check it out. Check out the link. Uh, if you're not sure you're invited, I'm telling you that you're invited, so just click on the link and request to be invited. I'll uh, bring you into the group. There's a ton of great content there. Check it out. And, of course, uh, you know Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, They're all there. Check them out, especially on Instagram. There's a ton of content there. Uh, 
So that's it. The end. We're going to catch you guys on the next episode. Bendiciones, blessings, and we will see you guys on the next one. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to the Fire Podcast. We really do hope you found a ton of beneficial information that you can apply to your fire lifestyle journey. We are behind the scenes working very hard to release gem after gem. So make sure you hit that like button and smash that subscribe button so that you will be notified as soon as new episodes are released on the weekly. Check out our link tree in the description below and follow us on social media. Also, visit our website, www.myelevatesolutions.com. That's www.myelevatesolutions.com for all of our latest fire content to your fire lifestyle.